This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello one and all, welcome to Behind the Glass, the podcast which aims to take you behind the scenes of the automotive and automotive social media worlds. I'm your host Sam from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. This is Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Hello. Who has finally decided to brand himself up and is wearing a Seen Through Glass hat. Yeah. I love it, Tony. I, I do think you look a little bit like you're back being a bus driver. Thanks. But um, <laughs> I don't know what I look like, so let's not go there. <laughs> like an egg. Yeah. <laughs> an egg with a hat. Um, <laughs> It is the Geneva special, the Geneva Motor Show special, the thing that we have been promising for a very long time. We have held back our opinions on many cars for many weeks because we wanted to talk about them in this episode. So this is, if this is your first time joining us here on Behind the Glass, welcome. You might be watching us on the YouTube channel. If you are, make sure you hit subscribe. We've got new episodes every single week. And if you are listening to us, then make sure you are subscribing, I guess, <laughs> on soundcloud.com forward slash seen through glass or on iTunes podcasts. I reckon that's it. I reckon let's get into it, Tony. This is going to be a big episode. We've got a lot to get through. And I think the only place we can start is with the Ferrari 488 Pista. Of course. Can you answer the question that everyone's asking? Are you Tony from Gravelwood getting a 488 Pista? No! (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! Not because I don't don't want one, obviously. Is it not the most beautiful looking car you've ever seen? uh, Did you see all the cars? Oh my my God. We're going to get into this now. So yes, as Ferrari obsessives, uh, obviously I think for both of us, the car of the show was the 488 Pista. I went straight there. Oh, I went straight there. Actually, no, I went via Bentley first. Did you? Yeah, I had a meeting. (laughs) Um, But yes, uh, we were both in insanely excited about the prospect of this car and wanted to get up close to it and I know a lot of people will be like oh yawn boring pista like schmeister um, but we loved it a car um, on a show mate car on the show talk me through what you loved about it what stands out to you what your memories are things that you learned about the car on the day so for the first time Ferrari have given you some carbon from uh, like list yeah you don't have to spec it you don't have to spec it just comes it. with carbon yeah 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 I think I think it was the only it was the bit around the lights that, that was extra and there was a couple of other little bits but apart from that under the bonnet full carbon carbon all the actual front and rear bumpers whilst painted are actually carbon, carbon. 
That was cool, right? Cool. Oh, so I just realised for, for video purposes, we should probably take these hats off because okay. no one can be able to see our face. However, these hats should soon be available via the STG shop. Can you still see there, like that? But yeah, oh yeah, gone. Yeah, let's we'll position that- them. We're, we're, sorry, got, sorry for those listening and not watching. We're just repositioning our baseball caps because we kind of blurred out our faces. Yeah, there we go. That'll do. That's fair. Okay. Um, so yes, lots of carbon included on the pista because it's almost a hundred kilos lighter, right, than the standard four eight eight. Eighty kilos. Eighty kilos or something. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like the four eight eight was a heavy car. Um, what I was blown away by was the aerodynamics yeah because i didn't understand i didn't grasp until i got a full walk through the car just how much they'd sort of remodeled and restyled for aerodynamic purposes did you see the bonnet where yeah. you can like put your hand down oh my god yeah, the s duct to the bonnet that's the yeah, most visually yeah. striking thing yeah yeah just to recap for any of you who are listening and don't know what we're talking about this is the lightweight hardcore track focused version of the ferrari 488 so the Speciali replacement. Yeah, it, it started off with the Challenge Stradale for the 360, then the Scuderia for the 430, Speciali for the 458, and now we've got the Pista Pasta Posta um, for the 488. Um, so yes, they've they've remodeled a huge number. The bonnet is obviously the most dramatic with the S duct. It's got a massive sort of rear lip acting as a wing, which is fixed. I, I wanted to know if that was movable, but it's fixed. Um, so do you remember, or you know with the 488, the side air intake is kind of split into two. It's got that, that fin in the middle. Yeah. So uh, the the top part, I think, was for uh, air intakes for the engine. Yeah, yeah. They've actually moved those all the way back to the rear deck lid, so just under the spoiler. So rather than just okay, remodeling it, they, they've bit. moved them all the way to the back. So there's this tiny little input, which is amazing. Um, did you see the front row while we're on cooling? Did you see how they, uh, they've redesigned the front radiators? No. So they used to sit. It's quite odd because yeah, audio, we have got images. Audio, yeah. <laughs> the, they used to sit for people that are watching it on the YouTube channel. They used to sit like that. The okay. front radiators. Now for aero, they sit like that oh, way. Nice. So so the air goes over them. Goes over them. Okay. So basically, they just flip them around. They flip them around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now. I got. I was lucky. I got a sort of full guided walkthrough by one of the Ferrari employees who talked me through all these different details, and and it was very impressive because obviously I, I sort of knew that I was going to love it anyway, but I'd probably underestimated just how much of a change had gone into the car. However, they did deliver one bit of information which disappointed me, which I've already shared this with you, but for viewers or listeners, um, after my full talk, thought oh, he's got carbon fiber, light, blah blah. He went, uh, some random guy was stood next to us and went, oh, do you think it will get the Nürburgring lap record? And they go, hey, we're Ferrari, we don't do the Nürburgring. And he goes, oh, well, you know, do you think it will get the Fiorano lap record? And the guy goes, oh, around Fiorano, it's as fast as the 812. And I went, what? It's not faster? <laughs> it's as fast as the 812? Like, don't get me wrong, I've driven the 812 on Fiorano very slowly, but <laughs> I was blown away. I thought it was amazing. But to me, a lightweight mid-engined Ferrari should be quicker than the front-engined GT Ferrari. But wait. On track. Okay, but wait. The Speciali, yeah. 458 Speciali, yeah. isn't as fast as an F12. Really? It's not around Fiorano, or just in general. In general, I'm not sure around Fiorano, but but the F12 is is quite a bit faster than the Speciali. So if they've closed that gap up and it's the same speed, then it's a massive leap. He said it like I should have been like, whoa. 
I was waiting for him to say as fast as a LaFerrari. That's what I wanted him to say because that's the rate of development, right? We're so used to McLaren coming along and going, yeah. uh, like, for example, the Senna supposedly is as quick as the P1 GTR around the track okay. rate of development. So when he's like, it's as fast, I was like waiting for that LaFerrari line and then he was 8.12 and I was like, uh. But if you're saying the 458 Speciale wasn't as quick as the F12, then actually maybe I should be a bit more impressed in general and maybe more impressed with the 812 Super. Fast. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's nearly 800 horsepower, though. Yeah, horsepower. but it's a big, like, it's a GT front-engine big GT car. This is a little nippy mid-engine thing. Yeah. I mean, I, we both love the 488. We know how, like, complete that car is. A, a, a lighter, more honed version of that is going to be great. We're going to love it. I wouldn't read... To, I, I would like to... I wouldn't read too much into it no? for now. Okay. I, I think... Maybe it is faster. Well, he was impressed. I mean, this was the biggest thing is Mr. Ferrari, the guy walking me through it, was very impressed by that stat. So so clearly, if he's impressed, there's got to be a reason. A he's not going to give a bad... He's not going to be like, oh, no, it's not as quick as the 12. Like, you know, he was like, what? Like, we should have been freaking out. And when out. I was walking on the stand as well, I, I was hearing people saying, yeah, it's faster than a laugh. This car's faster than a laugh. Okay. So time will tell. Exactly. Time will tell in terms of when we start to see the reviews and, and if either of us are ever lucky enough to get behind the wheel of one. Uh, I just want to ask you uh, what your thoughts were of the carbon fibre wheels. They're expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Was it 20,000? Something like that. 20,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. pounds or euros, I think, for carbon fibre wheels. I think you've got Really? To, no, no, no. I think you've got to have them. I see, think I the disagree. Really? Yeah. I, I, I like that they've done them. And I think, like, cool and, like like fun and it saves I can't remember what he said four, four or five four, kilos was it 40 kilo not 40 no no no, no. yeah it was four or four five, or five kilos per wheel. per wheel yeah per wheel no 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 I think four or five kilos in, okay, in general fine. I think did you pick the one up the whole car was 80 kilos lighter it yeah can't I be, suppose yeah yeah, 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 yeah down to the wheel right. so yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's four or five kilos in total for the set and I did pick one up and they're unbelievably light and very cool but as a road car I always used to be like, I would have the standard wheels, personally. I just thought, they because firstly, can you imagine curbing one of those wheels? Not that we curb wheels, but can you imagine if you did? Oh, yeah. And then also, like, point. they're just a bit, it's just a bit too much. It's like the carbon fiber series, whatever. I would have them. Really? Yeah, I'd have them. And then I'd have the standard <laughs> set. No, and then I'd have the standard set as well as backup. Okay, that would be pretty baller. Yeah. I would have carbon fiber with slicks for the track. And then I'd have standard with road tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I think they look so. Did the silver car look really nice as well? Silver car think? looked stunning. The red car I thought looked great as well with silver wheels. I, I thought both cars looked amazing, but that's because we just we love the car, yeah, right? Yeah, I suppose. You so what yes. did you think of the inside? Brilliant, because it was essentially the Speciale, which I loved. Yeah, they didn't really do. I mean, they 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 have stripped it out a lot. You know what I loved was the center bridge tunnel section. Really reminded me of the Challenge Stradale. Yeah, like it looked quite old and dated, which a lot of people were like, "What a load of crap!" But I kind of loved that. Yeah, it's just got nothing. It was just stripped out, yeah, stripped, stripped away stripped with yeah, some yeah. window buttons. Yeah, 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 literally, literally. Um, so yeah, car of the show, hands down, incredible. I know a lot of people won't. Agree. Love it, won't agree, but we are Ferrari fans. We yeah. were always going to have to talk about that first. Um, but we still have to hold back a little bit until we start to hear some of the reviews. 
I don't personally care about whether it's the quickest round of track or a Nürburgring lap time or blah, blah. For me, it's emotion. And I guess the one thing which you could say about the 488 is it, it lacked a tiny bit of emotion compared to the 458. It was a better car, but lacked a tiny bit of emotion due to the turbocharged nature. Not always the sound, but just the nature of a turbocharged engine. So let's see if they've brought that back with the pista. Yeah, par- apparently it's a lot louder than the, than yeah, the standard Yeah, I, I think the noise, but just it's just the driving experience, isn't yeah. it? So yes, very exciting pista car of the show. Now let's move on to the next car on our list and a car that I suppose you could talk quite a lot about, which is the Porsche GT3 RS. Yes. Why can you talk a lot about this car, Tony? Because I have one coming. (laughs) (laughs) Exclusive. (laughs) Tony has a GT3 RS. When's it coming? I I think I'm getting an early car like next month. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like April. Oh, I mean, this is huge. It is. It was about a week ago that you collected the GT3, which yeah. I'm assuming is going. It's got to. Yeah, you it can't have a GT3 and an RS. Yeah, I mean, like, you're to go a complete nutter. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited about this because I think the RS looks mega. Didn't you, did you think? Oh, my God, I think it looks so mad, cool. I love the little elements that they've added. I think the old RS is probably still one of my dream cars now that I'm becoming such a Porsche fanboy. Porsche, Porsche, boy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, and so the fact that you're getting one, I just think this is going to be amazing. And I think fundamentally, we have to jump in it and drive it somewhere, like yeah. big road trip time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that car, like, let's just take it to Wales or Scotland or just do 100%. something. <gasps> Northern Ireland. I've heard there are some mega driving roads in Northern Ireland. Whatever, wherever. Done. Tony and I go to Northern Ireland in the GT3 RS. Watch the space. Um, so that is really exciting. Uh, not a lot to say. It's pretty obvious what they've done with that car. Uh, it's a little lighter, a little more hardcore. A uh, bit, more, bit power, more power. A uh, bigger wing. Uh, aggressive new front end. Lots more aero. There's a lot more aero. A lot more aero. Yeah, a lot yeah, more yeah. stickier. It's, it's, you know, it's the GT3 RS. I think we all know about it. Yeah. It, it looks amazing. Don't reveal your spec yet. No. Please don't tell anyone. No. You will see Tony's spec when we collect the car. And Do we you like it? Oh, Do you like the spec? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's mega actually to be fair. I've nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) You lad, you specking god, you. Um, Okay, so yeah, GT3 RS, uh, tick that one off the list. I want to stick with Porsche for a second and talk about the Mission E. Did you have a chance to check out the Mission E? So I didn't walk around it because I'm not going to buy one. No, fair enough. Um, But I heard heard gestures of... um, charge in 15 minutes full charge um, they're really moving it on there I think very incredible exciting and impressive technology from Porsche in terms of um, uh, electric cars uh, my frustration comes from the fact that I think we'd all assumed the Mission E was going to be a supercar no or- I always knew it won't I-, I don't necessarily mean a, a full on fully fledged supercar but, but in terms of a super saloon or like a fast Panamera well like a Tesla S okay, but, 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 but you know uh, essentially by making it this cross Turismo thing yeah. this whatever they're calling yeah, yeah. it it's I guess they had to differentiate it from the Panamera and the Cayenne and so it's just like this weird uh, I, when I saw it I was a bit like sorry what's that <laughs> so what have you done there yeah because like I'm sure it'll be amazing oh garage band has detected feedback hold on what does this mean we're not going to do it again uh, I wonder if that stopped recording hello hello there we have been suffering tef- technical difficulties I have no idea what just happened let's just assume I mean that'll just have to be a 
in case recording just dropped out, mm. we received a technical issue, but we're back. Um, what's up? <laughs> so, yes, Mission E. I, I just, I, don't, I didn't quite understand it massively. I just, it surprised me. Like, again, one of those cars that we kind of need to wait to see what it's going to be like. And I think it's great that Porsche are embracing electric and I'm sure they're going to do it incredibly well. And, but I just was a bit like, what is this car? And maybe that's the point. Maybe it's supposed to be a car for all occasions. They wanted to create an electric car that could go off-road, on-road, long trips, really quick, do everything. And this is probably just the start. You know, they'll probably make a faster, more stupid one. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But but it was interesting. It was interesting. I didn't like the blue wheels. You see the blue wheels? Yeah, I didn't. Like, I didn't really pay a lot. Of t- I wasn't no, really didn't pay a lot of attention. No, Fair I was enough. more interested in the GC3 RS. Yeah, obviously. No, no, no. I, I understand. Obviously. I understand. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, okay. So then, if we forget the Mission E for a second and talk about cars that you uh, you own or might own or have bought, Huracan Performante Spider. Not interested. Really? Yeah, it's a spider. You, like don't, you don't like spiders? Not for a track car, mate. Okay. It's a track car. Yeah. Like people are going to say, well, that's why it ain't spider. But it's not a track car. No, it's, fair it's, enough. Performance is too focused. It's you think? too focused. It's like, why have you cut the roof off it? Like literally now they've gone back to... Um, classic Lamborghini. Classic Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've, <laughs> they've tipped... They've yeah. got right to the the top of their their t- and they've gone. No, we're going to have to come back down again. This this is not. <laughs> we us. went too far. We went We've too gone far. Too far, too far. We've got to make it yeah, idiotic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, Paul Wallace was like going go crazy, crazy about, about it. it. I think it's quite cool. No, it looks it, it looks cool. Mega. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think because I really like the Hurricane Spider. For me, it, it I was never a massive fan of the Hurricane as itself. Like a very cool car. It's not for me. But I spent some time in a Hurricane Spider out in California. And apart from the fact I didn't really fit in it and it gave me a lot of back pain I love the concept of it and that was exactly it you've hit the nail on the head California so Parker was with us okay when we was Vehicle Virgins Parker Vehicle Virgins hello um, does he watch no I don't <laughs> highly doubt it <laughs> he's far too busy um, and I said to him would you have one and he said hell yeah yeah like, I live in California yeah yeah and that's exactly it. Yeah, no point in having one in the UK. I don't think so. But no point in having a convertible in the UK, except if you've got a 488 spider. Oh, uh, yeah, but it's a uh, hard top roof. Mate. Good point. <laughs> so it's like being in a coupe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, you know me, I'm not the biggest Lamborghini obsessive, and I thought it was cool they had the spider, but I think we all knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. And this is something actually I just want to touch upon now. I was going to hold it back to later, but a big thing I found with Geneva this year is because of the way the world works now in social media, there were very few, and I think we could probably count them off on our hands cars that were revealed that we knew nothing about or hadn't seen anything of I think we all knew the Performante Spider was coming yeah we'd seen a thousand spy and test shots and yeah, we know yeah. what a Hurricane Spider looks like like it was no big surprise I was yeah, like oh yeah, yeah cool there's that like yeah, yeah. and that for me was a big theme of the entire show I was walking around and I was kind of familiar with a lot of the stuff there yeah we knew about the Pista we knew about the GC3 RS exactly yeah. so it took away some of the Excitement, excitement yeah, for me yeah. for being there. Like it, it's a great show and it's a great place from a business point of view to be at. But um, I, I didn't get that same thing where over a couple of years ago when you had the Chiron and I can't remember what a new GT3 and lots of things like coming out that we didn't know much about and it was like Wah! well this year's like oh, yeah cool like are we going to talk about the Chiron at any point? Yeah, that's that's actually next on the list. So okay. what a perfect segue. Let's come onto it right now. Okay, because just before the Performante 
press conference. Okay. They had the cheer on one. Sure. So I watched it. They were right next to each other. Because you thought, here we go, this is this new super sports or this is going to be the world record edition or... This is the car I'm going to buy from Geneva this year. Blah, blah, blah. The cheer <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if that was our video? The Geneva special, Tony's buying a chill. <laughs> no. Um, I was a bit underwhelmed. I, mate, I think we all were. Yeah. What is it? What? It's a pain job, isn't it? An yeah. exhaust. Like, maybe it'll do 300 miles, mile an hour if we put the right tyres on it. But didn't wasn't the original chill going to do 300 miles an hour? Yeah. Like, like I don't, like... And what is it, 150 grand more? Yeah. I don't get it. Like no, that is did what, I. Now, the thing is, which we have to remember, is there were 10 bazillion limited edition Veyrons. Yeah. Like, there were, and some of them were brilliant. Yeah. But they were, majority, majority of them were all paint jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. And that's kind of what they've done here. It's called the sport. And I actually love the Chiron. Yeah, me too. I, I, like, I love the Chiron. If you gave me a couple of mil today to buy a new production car from factory... It would probably be a Chiron over a Koenigsegg or an Apollo or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiron I love. It's engineering masterpiece. Yeah, just guys. brilliant. Like, brilliant. Like, it does everything. Like, brilliant. But the sport, I was a bit like, come on, guys. Yeah. Come on, guys. Like, don't do so much fanfare yeah. around it. You can yeah. launch it. That's cool. But don't, like, make out like it's like, something really special. Yeah. I mean, a I, a scam. Yeah, I mean, I was literally like, I didn't even watch the end of it. The thing I wanted to ask, I didn't have time though, is do you reckon they're offering that as upgrade packages to existing Chirons? Because there really isn't much that's different. It must be an ECU and an exhaust. Would they do that? Why they're not? Sort of, yeah, but they're sort of, yeah, maybe. 150 grand. Yeah, they don't make so those. So bring your Chiron back, pay us 150 grand, you can have sport. Because what else was the difference? Yeah, you're right. And the paint. The paint. But I mean, I, you know, I'm sure that's speckable. So I don't know. I, I wanted to try and find that out. If anyone knows, let, let us know. Um, but I meant to go up and ask on the Bugatti stand, but that was quite intimidating on the Bugatti stand. Yeah. And so I made eye contact with one guy I knew. Are you a billionaire? You're not coming on. But it, it was that kind of thing where I, I saw, my, saw the guy and I was like, this news literally went, <laughs> just turned away from me. And I was like, ah, oh, cool. Catch up with you later, Andreas. Are you should have oh. told him he was educated at Eton and let you on. It's not Eaton. <laughs> they, they wouldn't have let me on. You know, I'm going back to give a talk at my school this week. I know, you told me. Good man. It's going to be fun, that, isn't it? Well, then I'm not going. No, no. <laughs> it's not, I don't say fun. They're going to see my 360 and spit on it. <laughs> so I remember when I had one of those at 13. <laughs> Um, but uh, but yeah cheer on sport I thought a bit weird um, whilst we're on that let, let's touch upon the sort of the big hitter million pound cars did you check out that new Zenvo the one with the wing that goes that wasn't that wasn't the yellow no, that was the Hennessy the yellow car no, oh yes Hennessy Venom V5 I think Venom F5 okay F5 really cool yeah I, yeah, like, I, think, I love everything yeah, that yeah. Hennessy do but it was a bit static and the Zembo was that Zembo green? was the no red one just next to the Pagani stand we've seen them all before There's, the Zembos they look very familiar but this one had a massive wing on it okay no and I weren't interested basically in rather than being an active aero wing that just tilts forward and back or goes up and down it goes side to side really it's a new technology that I don't know if the patent hadn't gone through or they're waiting the patent at, you know to get sign off but as you turn left the wing, I think, must go right. <laughs> I don't actually know. Like the, the wing moves in a million different variations for that extra rear end downforce. It's just quite a cool concept. How much like, is the car? Bit of a gimmick. Oh, I don't know, millions. Right, okay. A bit of a gimmick, bit silly, but but like, why not? If it works, yeah, freaking yeah. cool. And, and they engineered it so it's super dramatic. It's not like like little tiny. It's like wow, like, like you know, it <laughs> would really look a bit mad on track. But it's quite cool, and you can definitely go and find some videos of that um, moving online. 
Um, so that was the Zenfo. You didn't see it, so let's move on. Uh, Koenigsegg Regera with the, I think they called it like the low downforce pack or the, or the sport pack or something. It was the white Regera. Where was that? Okay, again, you're with me here, Tony, because freaking hell, Koenigsegg, like, are you actually ever going to deliver a Regera? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I, I, I am blown away by everything Koenigsegg do, and I think it's very cool that there's lots of Regera RSs creeping around the world. But Regera has only ever seemed to be shown at car shows. I don't think any, uh, have any no been delivered to one. customers. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure people have bought them, but it just seems like a bit of a gimmick. And they were shown this white one, which was like on a, you know, low downforce kit or something. Have they got the speed record now? Koenigsegg, I think they, they did. The but that was in the Agera, again in the freaking Agera. Okay, so I don't cool. think the Agera works. Okay. And what was very bizarre is that on their on their stage, on their stand, stand, there was a VR headset, virtual reality headset, where you could go and look at the next Koenigsegg. Which would be the same as the last one. But I was like, deliver some Regera's <laughs> first, guys. Like, can you imagine if you were if you were a Regera customer coming going, hey guys, where's my Regera? They're like, it's coming, it's coming. But do you want to look at the next car? <laughs> it's five million pounds and it'll be here in 2019. Like, so that frustrated me. They're yeah. like two very highly spec, very bespoke Regera's that I just don't know if we're ever going to see actually on the ground. No, That's the car with no gearbox. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. So a bit um, weird, okay. um, and then there was something else. Oh yeah, Pagani just like wheeling out the final Zonda for the eighth year in a row again. I mean, literally give up, guys. Just stop calling it the final Zonda. Yeah, very cool that Barquetta thing. I, I'm not so sure about the rear wheels being covered, no, but, that, yeah, but yeah. you know when it spun around and you saw the low windscreen stuff, like very very cool. But just stop calling it the last Zonda because next year there will be the final Zonda on display on the Pagani Imagine. stand. So those three stands it frustrated me a little bit because I think. A year or two years ago, it felt like these were the sort of the new generation, real exciting, bringing lots of cool stuff. Whilst this year, the old school guys came back, didn't they? We had the Project One, which actually wasn't on display from Merck. We had the AMR Valkyrie, which yeah, we're going to touch yeah. on in a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had the Senna. You know, all these like you know the proper guys came around and went and sit back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So let's talk about the AMR Valkyrie. Um, Aston Martin fanboy in the house what up what up uh, yeah Tony's giving me such a hard time for my new love affair for the AM brand they had a vantage on very nice vantage on the stand um, but Aston launched two uh, slightly ridiculous cars if you ask me they were very ridiculous the AMR Valkyrie which is a, 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 the, the hardcore track focused Valkyrie because that wasn't a hardcore track focused car in the first place <laughs> uh, if you don't know the Valkyrie it used to be called 25 the, they the made it Nebula or the AMR RBR whatever um, yeah so the Adrian Newey designed V12 one to one power to weight ratio um, and this is the AMR version which is supposed to be more downforce more like it's got the weirdest craziest diffuser in the yeah. world crazy livery and you're right I think 25 cars yeah. that, that are being produced I mean I, that, I was just like come on guys like you don't need that I mean no. it's freaking Valkyrie yeah I mean, full on. So that was, that was a bit weird, but I mean, I, I guess cool, supposedly, but un- unnecessary. And then the Lagonda, which yeah. is Aston's new uh, electric um, brand, sub-brand, is the yeah. Lagonda brand, and, and they're launching it with this kind of like mad four-door futuristic concept car. Lots of cool concepts at Geneva every year. This one was like like... Cool, cool that Aston are moving in this direction. Not a brand you associate with electric cars, I don't think. No, I don't think so. That I, I, I did listen to. Is it Andy Palmer? Andy Palmer. Okay, I did listen to the his speech about it. Uh, I didn't really take too much in, to be honest. Yeah, but, like I, 
don't get me wrong concept cars I understand the benefit of them and the purpose of them but I never really I mean like they're nice to look at mm. but I'm a bit like they, don't, they might never build that so no. what, do, what do we care yeah like, let's, let's talk about the here and now yeah, yeah exactly yeah. concept cars if they come to production they come to production yeah um, so uh, speaking of which concept cars come into production Toyota Supra I now, messaged you didn't I you text me saying <laughs> I know what cars I'm buying from Geneva and I was like oh please go ahead Toyota Supra I was like it's not a real car yet Tony <laughs> this is a car which my good lord are they dragging out yeah, like is are. it ever going to be freaking made yeah. we all thought we all assumed this was the year the Supra was getting revealed I saw, I, f- I was on the stand and I was thinking this is here this we is, go it's coming it's exciting yeah. and not only is it a race car it's a freaking concept race, race car, car. What the frick, Toyota, are you doing? I know. Like, something weird is happening there. And, you know, there were a lot of rumours before the show that it's essentially going to be a rebodied BMW Z4, the new generation Z4. That's what you said. I didn't even know that. Oh, okay. So that, that was a lot of the rumours. Because um, it, it's like, I'm trying to think of another example of cars that, like the MX-5 and a Bath 124. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that kind of uh, premise. The Z4 we've seen nothing of, and I wonder whether that development has been delayed, and that's why the Supra's taking so long. Maybe. But at least we got a better idea of, I guess, the body styling that they're going yeah. for, and it does look amazing, yeah, I think. Yeah, it looks yeah. really cool. I just hope they give it enough power. I hope they make it sexy enough. Or My two-litre engine. Or yeah, I just yeah. worry that they're going to go, like, super eco, and it's going to be... I'm trying to think of another good example. I mean, the 124 is actually a pretty good example of a little bit... Uh, the Toyota GT86. There you yeah. go. A car which everyone says is a great driver's car, fantastic handling, blah, 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 but underpowered. It doesn't and I go anywhere. I hope they don't do that with the yeah, Supra. Yeah. I hope it's got a bit of welly to it. Um, but I guess cool to see. You yeah, liked yeah. it, though. No, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, but But that wasn't the car that I was expecting to see. No. So, again, I walked away. <laughs> like, literally, I thought, like... What am I doing here? What am I doing here? Like the Lamborghini press conference is 10 minutes. <laughs> so I'm going to that perfect amount of spider I'm going to slag off. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get tired walking around Geneva? Exhausted. When was the last time you'd been? So I went last year. Okay. With McLaren. Okay. Um, oh yes, of course you did. Yeah. but It's the, full on, isn't it? It was full. It is full If you've on. never been, it is Huge, yeah. like huge, and people everywhere. The press day, the press day isn't quite as busy. How did you find that? So that was your first time. At that a press was my day? first press okay. day. So what I liked the most is that you can feel and touch and sit in the cars. Sure, Every, there's no stands. You know, there's no Get barriers. Access. Or yeah, the access was like mega. Um, apart from that it's similar yeah there's yeah. still a lot of people there's right? still a lot of people for press as well I expected it not to be as busy as what it was but but it's full on taking everything in walking around seeing yeah. stuff and it's kind of kind of stuffy air and there's yeah. not a lot of food or drink and I hate to complain but there, yeah. wasn't, there wasn't a lot of food or drink <laughs> no. no mad right yeah a so convention I, for car launches where you're there all day exactly I thought like was going to get looked after Pizza Express or something sandwich something or, you know at least when I went on the public down I went with McLaren like I had food and drink oh hello Drinking. yeah it's hospitality yeah, like, yeah. yeah press don't get that stuff we're, no. s- we're scum like nothing <laughs> nothing um, okay so let's move on to McLaren I guess because you just brought them up and I suppose that only two cars worth talking about from the McLaren stand were the Senna and Senna GTR but yeah um, two cars you can't buy yeah <laughs> <laughs> now we've both made our feelings pretty clear about the Senna previously I'm still of the mindset that it's hideous um, mm, me too do seeing it in the flesh change your mind at all no it's hideous hideous right yeah, yeah. and like I know uh, did you see the carbon one in the back 
No. Okay, no, so no, they did no. have a carbon one with some yellow details in the back, which, which I saw pictures of it. Yeah, it's a better spec, I suppose. But it's, I mean, like you know, spec can only go so far in covering up such a dog poo car. Do you know but, what made me laugh? God, sorry to interrupt. Please, is um, I think it was the they're making. Is it seventy five of one oh, of the models? Like, anyway, gonna be honest, I cut yeah. Whatever, it was hilarious. Right, someone on the stand said, "Can I still buy one?" And the bloke McLaren says, "Well, if you're quickly, if you're quick, we'll probably still take a deposit for one." Yeah, <laughs> like, like, and I'm no one st- else is buying them. No, that's right. And I'm thinking, God. like, can you imagine Ferrari? Yeah, like, for a piece to taking deposits on the stand. Yeah, like wow. Yeah, like not a chance. The thing. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Is we're gonna have to eat our words. Well, we're not gonna have to eat our words, but we know that when that car starts being driven, it's everyone's gonna say it's fantastic. Yeah, like, it'll there's no doubt. Blast it will anything. be. It will blast everything. It's gonna yeah, be unbelievable. Yeah. But I just still cannot get over how hideous it is and they're moving they released a lot of moving footage of the car um, with some audio I think it sounded like a 650S Um, and I don't think it looked any better out on track Um, I actually have to say I do think the GTR is a little bit better because it looks like a race car so then you kind of forgive some of its mad angles and dimensions and things like that but but all in all um, I was hoping for a a new road car from McLaren. I was hoping for the 570 LT or I was or hoping R, for 720 Spyder or, you know, something yeah. because as you say, Senna and Senna GTR, cool, great, like congrats McLaren, but very unobtainable for yeah, us. Yeah. So, and so the 720 Spyder's due because it's been a year since yeah. the old car came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so 
So if you're a McLaren fan, I'm sure you were super excited about what they were doing on their stand, but unfortunately for us, it didn't quite... No, not for Last me. year was super exciting. This year, I think McLaren, for us, were, weren't were a stand to yeah. pass by. Um, bang opposite them, though, one car that I fell in love with, and I knew I was going to fall in love with it before I got there. Did you have a chance to get the Polestar 1? Yes. <gasps> what a thing! And do you know what, as well? Literally next to, next to it was the new XC40. Yeah, oh, the XC40 is incredible, it, right? That was a wicked what little car. What a little car. Like, yeah. this is Volvo's, I guess, Evoke rival? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or Jag E-type rival. Like, so it's Volvo's little baby SUV, XC40. I think it is stunning. It looked wicked. So cool. Yeah, yeah. And interestingly, I spoke to a guy there who had driven one, and he says it's fantastic. However, apparently the gearbox is a bit dodge. But, but I want to get hold of one. Are. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're always just a bit a clunky or what? Just not quite as um, clinical as the Germans. Okay, interesting. I don't yeah, think I've yeah. ever driven a Volvo. But they do drive well. I re- like we should find a, a but they don't do anything sporty, do they? They never they do apart an from the, design. what used to be the Polestar, but yeah. they don't but I would love to check out an XC40. Yeah. I think they just looked amazing. But coming back to the Polestar, this is uh, another sub-brand of Volvo. Concept? Uh, no, no, this is now a production car. Oh, okay, fine. So it's like a coupe based on... It looks very Volvo. It looks very, very Volvo. I think it's super sexy, super the gray, exciting. The Mac grey one. Oh, like, my God. The one tucked nice? around the corners. Yeah, so yeah. nice. And a really exciting prospect. Um, I wish I had some stats with me right now because I wanted to bring them up because it's, it's a really cool... Let's see if I can click on here and not break anything. Oh, there's my... <laughs> Why did you do that for? What, you screensaved it. What did you see there, Tony? The new Vantage. It was my spec on the new Vantage. <laughs> um, uh, update on that for anyone who wants to know an update. Uh, there isn't really one. I'm still hammering my finance guys. <laughs> it's still unbelievably un- uh, expensive. So, yeah. so uh, there's nothing to tell you uh, as of yet. Thank but yeah, God. Polestar. Um, here we go. Oh, it's electric. If we, yeah, had, yeah. if we hadn't said that, this is the this is Volvo's electric sort of performance uh, segment. Um, let's find some stats here. Uh, this page has no stats on it. That's cool. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Come on, I want to find something. Anyway, look cool. Polestar Didn't one it? price reveal, but no right-hand drive models coming to the UK. What? I didn't know that. Learn something new every day. Here we go. Five hundred ninety-two horsepower GT. Sick! And it's a hybrid. So it's got an engine. It's got an engine. God, I really didn't know. I thought I knew lots about this car. I don't know anything about this car. Set you back around 115 grand. I knew it was that much. Um, so what does that compete with? Bentley? Polestar's also announcing you'll be able to buy a 600 horsepower car. I'm trying to find... Come on, where's the info? How will it drive? It's a bit stiffer. Mate, we really should have done some research on this. Yeah, we balls this right. We balls this... <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, it's fantastic looking and we want one, but it's really expensive. Um, okay, close that window down. <laughs> We're so professional, aren't we? Um, brilliant. <laughs> it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's all we've got to say about it's just that. just that you lot can't see it, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm hoping to overlay some B-roll. I think oh, I've got some shots of it. You can do that? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. good. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, Range Rover, did you have a chance to cut the SV Coupe thing? I was more... I did. Okay. But I was, like, dribbling over the SVR Sport. The 18-year The 18-model year. Stunning, right? Oh, I my I don't know God. what they... Such tiny changes have transformed that car. Completely transformed. You want one? 
I'm going to get one. You're going to get one? For the winter. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes. I fell in love with it. Okay, would you get it with the carbon bonnet? Did that come up with the one they had on display? Yeah, do you know what, though? It was a bit expensive. Yeah. That was 140 grand. The oh, my God. Board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I expect one up to 118 or something That's like that. That's enough. Yeah. That's enough. They're wicked cars, though. Wicked They're, car. So the SV Coupe, SVO Coupe, SVR Coupe, is uh, a two-door sport SVR essentially. It's a two door Range Rover, mate. Oh, two door. Sorry, uh, two door Range Rover. Two Range door Rover. big Range Rover. Range Rover, but yeah. with the big engine. Two hundred and fifty k. Yes, so that's what I wanted to get onto. Okay. Now everyone knows I'm the biggest JLR fanboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. However, tell me if you agree. I think the SVO bits that they're doing, the Project Eight, this Range Rover, the uh, Land Rover V8, are taking the piss a bit. I was speaking to someone quite high up in Range Rover the other day. Okay. And um, we briefly spoke about this car, okay. this new SVO. Sure. And I think Land Rover are doing it to test the water, to see if they can find anyone silly enough to spend 250 But they've grand already tested the water, because they tested it with the Project 8 by charging 150 grand for yeah. an XE. Yeah. They tested it with the Defender by putting a V8 in it and charging 150 grand. Yeah. And now they've put a Range Rover and cut off two doors and charged 250 grand. Yeah. It's like they've sat back and they've gone, okay, what area of the market are we not tapping into? Oh, I know, <laughs> this ludicrous segment that just buy any limited edition cars for stupid money. Screw it, let's just do it. Like, let's idiots just do will, one. Idiots will pay. Yeah, yeah. And like, that, that's what's happening. Like, Project 8, they sold out, I think. I don't know if they all went through all those orders, but because there are people out there who've got too much money and just will just buy. They yeah. don't really question much. They just buy, they go ahead and buy. I bet you see them in Dubai. It makes me furious. Yeah. Like, that V8 Defender... What the frick is that no, for 150 I grand? I don't, I don't understand. And now a two-door Range Rover for 250. That's 100 grand over the most expensive Range Rover you can buy. The, for less doors. For less doors. I mean, like... Less convenience. Honestly, like, no, what no, is that? I know, I agree. And it's the same as the XE. I think the most expensive XE that you can get is like 54 grand. Yeah. Yeah, the Project 8 is 150 starting price, yeah. and you can put a roll cage in the back, which means you've only got two seats. Yeah, yeah. So I, you can have two SVRs for the, for one of them Range Rovers. Jag need to slightly calm down, I think. Or sorry, JLR. I know that people will be buying their cars, so in their head they're going, yeah, screw it, we're making the cars, people are buying people them. People are buying them. But I think they're also putting a bit of a middle finger up to their hardcore customer base because as a JLR fan I would love to own any of these products like I would love to but I refuse to the price everyone well uh, if you watch my main channel Seen Through Glass you will know the story about the fact that I end up having to cancel my Project A order because I, I couldn't afford it yeah, yeah. and I didn't want to pay that much for an XE like no. in my mind that car should always have started at 105 and been spec'd up to 115 or 120 that would have made sense yeah it is not a 100, in my mind, not a 150 grand car. Unfortunately, people will spend that money and Jag will go, okay, brilliant, let's carry on. Yeah, we'll keep going. But yeah, okay, so I, I, I'm interested, but I, I love the 18 model ESVR as well, yeah. Sport, that's a brilliant, yeah, brilliant, brilliant car. brilliant car. Near the Range Rover stand, I'm just trying to do this quote, I'm just walking through yes. the show in my head as well. Um, Mansory, let's just touch upon Mansory for a second. Did you walk past all the Mansory cars? I saw the Mansory stuff. Every year, Mansory, who are uh, one of the aftermarket tuners, have a massive stand every year, and they always bring the craziest stuff. Yeah. Stunning DB11, of course I was going to love. Yeah. Um, I did actually like that yeah. as well. The green one? The green one. Yeah, yeah, I did The like fully that. marbled carbon... Uh, 
Vagon. With the Shiroski. Shiroski, whatever you call it. The back badge. If anyone didn't see it, was in Shiroski, whatever you call it. Incredible. I mean, like, just mad stuff that you know the Middle East and Russia are going to buy. And the 812. Oh, my God, the Mansory Stallone. Yeah. That thing. Actually, you know what? Of all of them, that's one I didn't like that much. It was a bit too Larry. A bit too Larry. Yeah, a bit yeah. too Larry. But I mean, that, that's kind of like their their USP, I think, Mansfield. So, so anyway, very cool to see. Always fun cars there. Did uh, you see the Liberty Bulk stand? Yes. I mean, what nutters. I met I met the man who owns it. Kate. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Oh, he's he doesn't speak English, does he? All he was all he talks about is he's going money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> he's hilarious. That's he amazing. Absolutely brilliant. Don't tell me you got four eight eight. He would have stole the keys off you and money, money, money. money that's what it's always what he was going. Money, <laughs> money, money. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Um, BMW. BMW. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about on BMW. Yeah, yeah. Firstly, the X7, the big SUV, which is. Um, a direct competitor for a big Range Rover, I believe. I believe it's the Rolls Royce Cullinan. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, oh, it would be though. It is. Yeah, be. yeah, the Rolls Royce yeah. Cullinan. Um, and it looked amazing. I think it looked. It, it's huge. It's, it's sort huge. of American levels yeah, of huge. Yeah. I, I think in Europe it would be almost. We won't too, so many in this country. It would be no, too no, big, no, no. but it looked amazing. I don't know how much of it will end up. That wasn't a production car, was it? That was still a concept form. But. Uh, we know it's coming. We know it's coming. Yeah, but yeah. It, I think you know. It'll be interesting. Always, always interesting to see what the final production car looks like. Yeah. Um, but as a concept, I thought it was incredible, and 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 I feel like. I feel like Audi have been doing exciting things for a while now. I feel like Merck, we're going to get onto, are doing some really cool stuff at the minute. And it now feels like with BMW, with their concept cars, are doing some exciting things. If you look at the current range, it doesn't excite me that much. No. But the concept cars really excite me. And I think, like, come on, BMW, like, you're, you're so nearly there. Just make some of these cars. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I was a big BMW fan, and, and I went off them a little bit, mainly because... Still a little bit boring. Yeah, everything got a bit generic and boring, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, the inside just a little bit like a bit dated. Yeah, it? like Audi smashed their interiors. Mercedes are flexing their muscles with their interiors now, and they're actually quite modern and up to date. The only problem with Merck is in two years' time it will be outdated. <laughs> Did you see the new? Oh, we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah, yeah, but we're going to come on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But BMW, I agree. Like the aesthetics of their interiors have just felt a bit old and, and dull yeah uninspired yeah absolutely but the concepts feel exciting so the X7 I thought was great the the Mate the M8 yeah yeah cool that's the so that's the 6 series replacement you know the, the, the like, is it yeah so they won't make the 6 series anymore just go straight to an 8 it will be an 8 so an 8 an coupe eight an 8 and an 8 saloon that's it yeah, yeah, didn't know that. Yeah. Looks cool. Yeah, but yeah, again, concept car. So. Big car though. Imagine the six series. Is a big car. Huge, huge car. car. So we're interested to see how that turns out when it hits the road. Z4. Did you see that? No. Nice little Z4 concept there as well. I didn't I mean, see it. In very concepty form. So so definitely nothing. I think like uh, the car will turn out. But but nice. Those three BMW concepts I thought were cool and exciting. Okay. So let's see. Hopefully next year there will be some production versions of any of those. There's one you've missed, mate. The most important one, which is imminent. I8 Roadster? The BMW M5. Oh. Do you not feel like that car's been around for a while? What, without being released, you yeah. mean? 
No, but that wasn't the official release of the M5. No, no, but they're they're, they're coming, mate. Like, like next month, they should be in the showrooms. So I I drove one. I've driven one. I oh, know you told me. I didn't know, and then you told me I drove one. I, I've never talked about it before because uh, at the end of last, you know, midway through last year, September, September last year, I did a really cool project um, with Sky. I was part of a Sky television short um, where I got interviewed by. One of the Adam pers- from Soccer FM, Soccer uh, AM, Soccer AM. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god, why have I ma- I've mind blanked his name? Really nice guy presents Soccer AM, uh, and it was a short series. And, and he picked me up in the M5, and we toodled around it. And this was like a week after it got launched at Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Um, and then I drove it, but off camera, and I wasn't allowed to do anything about it because it was heavily embargoed. And I drove it. And I thought it was awesome. I thought the whole car was wicked. Um, so then when I saw it at Geneva, I was like, Oh yeah, this is the M5. And everyone was like, Oh yeah, man, it's mad. Like, oh, yeah, but don't you think it looks much better inside? Oh, it was really cool. I think, I think the interior is really nice. I think the exterior really... looks awesome. I think it's wicked. I think it's wicked. I don't think it sounds very good, but uh, you'll find out. But we'll but but. But I don't think it sounds very good. But I, I, I thought it was all really cool. Price, hundred and isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. hundred and fifteen or something. Not quite that much, but close. Wow. I think you can spend hundred and fifteen. But yeah. how much can you spend on an E sixty three? Same. Yeah. 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 Big money these saloons now. Like, yeah. Really scary, scary money. But they're fast, mate. They still don't do an RS six saloon, do they? No, no, no. But do we think that's coming at any point? Yeah. Given that there's an M five and a. E sixty three and a but BMW don't do uh, an event M five. Good either. point. Okay, so fine. So maybe they just leave each other alone. Maybe they do. Yeah. Maybe. Would you have an M five? Not at that money. No. Okay. No way. No, because no they're going to drop a ton, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Very cool car, though. Very good. I, go I really like the look of it. I oh, know it's four wheel drive. No. Yeah, four wheel drive, but but rear biased. Okay. So it's got a, it's a bit like the E sixty three. They're both very similar Fine. cars. It's got really t- intelligent four wheel drive system. Okay, very very cool though. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Merc then, right next door, and and we've just been mentioning them a bit there. Uh, we both feel like they're doing very exciting things at the minute, Merc. Yeah. Again, I'm not a big Merc fan, but but I just been. recently, recently I've been really drawn got into it. A bit. Yeah. 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 Um, new G wagon. Yeah. Oh, just not very right. else, but, yeah, but yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, do you see the new S class coupe? Yeah, really like that with the new grill from the AMG GTR, which is now the, the Pan American grill, which is going to be on, <laughs> on everything. But look really nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, CLS 53. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then obviously the big one was the, the, the AMG four door AMG GTC 50G AMG 44 four door AMG. The, the, That's the short version of the name. Yeah. Yeah. The a- <laughs> AMG GT 63S. I think four door, four door. You've got to put four door in the four door. It's the four door, which which look like a big CLS. Yes, it is the new CLS sixty three, basically. Yeah. Okay. So fine. that's what it is. They've okay. some really weird name. Okay. Fine. Um, very cool. Yeah. Like very very cool, and I guess it goes up against a Panamera, and it goes up against. <laughs> 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 I struggle to get excited about cars that I'd never buy. Yeah, I, and I just I wouldn't buy that. But very cool. Like, do you know what what drew drew my eye the most out of the the Mercedes stuff? The new A class. Really, the interior of that. Oh, car. I didn't check it out. And I was with Paul at the time, and I said, "Paul, look at the interior." Oh no way! And, and obviously, Paul's got his C sixty three. Yeah, yeah. And this is the problem with Mercedes. 
Paul's car is mm, a year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That interior looks dated now. Oh no because way! Because of the new. Oh, I should have looked. I didn't see it. It, it was you know you know that the the new E class and the new S class have yeah. got a double screen. Double screens. The A class got all the same. In, wow. It's mega for like wow. twenty odd grand. Yeah, yeah. Oh nice. Really nice. Such a popular car that previous model as well. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to assume there's an A forty five coming. There's an A. That, that'd be a good. That, that'd be a wicked. That's going to be fifty five grandish, isn't it? It's going to be very RS3 cool, money. Yeah, yeah, but it'll be very RS3 cool. money. But, but, yeah, yeah. but it's the cool cars. Like, I should have checked that out. That, mm. And you know what, actually, which what I didn't check out either, which infuriated me, was the Fiesta ST. And you messaged me about that. Yeah. You went to have a look at it? I had a quick look round it. Okay. Um, that's all, uh, the little hot hatch at that price point. That's always the car to buy. Oh, it's a brilliant car. I think the looks are quite soft. I think it's quite, quite curvaceous uh, and not as sort of aggressive as the previous generations have been. And it's a big car now. Yeah, it's Mate, not it's, a little car, is it? No, it's like the Generation 1 or Generation 2 of a Focus. It's, oh, it's a big, big, big chunky car. thing. Yeah, yeah, I got that from pictures, but I didn't have a chance to go and see it. But you liked it? or I liked it, yeah. Okay, yeah. They'll sell it, a ton of them yeah, and they'll be good yeah. and they won't break. And blah, I'd be blah, intrigued blah. to get behind one of those because me and Paul drove a the previous generation down to Monaco like a couple of years ago we loved it 200 horsepower yeah so, so much fun yeah, yeah. so so much fun um, uh, was there anything else on the Mercs album there was a very nice white MG GTR there was a white MG GTR Tony and I have got a bit of a crush on the MG GTR like at the minute the yeah I don't know what's happened to us we've both got a bit of a crush on it don't we yeah and damn shmi da- <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's actually that, that's actually he's the partly only to blame yeah. he is partly mm, to blame because mm. I like he made me stand up and look and think, well, yeah. actually... It's half decent. That's a cool car. But there is a Black Series coming, or there is a, 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 a another version coming, and there are tons of GTRs. Uh, and and w- what I don't understand about that GT lineup is you've got the GT, GTS, GTC, GTR, and I drove the GTC convertible roadster and I loved yeah and I loved it yeah. I thought it was brilliant and I thought that maybe this is the car to have because you don't play the premium of the GTR but then when I see the GTRs I'm like oh, that's the sick. GTR is sick yeah, yeah. so I think when they drop to like 120 that'll be a which they wicked, will that'll be a wicked they will mate there's already some 135 or 40 yeah. that'll be a wicked car to yeah, have yeah Let's keep our eyes on that, Tony. Yeah. Um, no, no, I'd have one. Yeah, I'd have one too. Seriously, you would? Yeah, I think they're cool. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll in a good spec. Good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jaguar I-Pace. Did you ever try to say that out? Yes. Oh, I love the I-Pace. The, love the I-Pace. The shell. It was just the shell, the I-Pace, where they showed uh, you all the all the gizmos what? and the bits. You're getting it. What do you mean to buy a shell? No, it was just like a like a chassis. Oh, sorry. It? The one that you could explore in. Like, sorry, That's what yeah, I looked at. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. You didn't go in the production car? No. Oh, mate, it's wicked. Was it? Oh, so cool. I love that thing. I love, I think I-Pace is really exciting, I think. Yeah. And I think, I think now that these big manufacturers are doing the electric cars, it's kind of exciting because, don't get me wrong, Tesla... But I never wanted a Tesla. No. Like, you know, like not that money anyway. Not that money, freaking hell. But now these mainstream guys are doing it. You know, you get the brand values, you get the the design language, you get a lot of cool parts of, you know, like having a Jag, an electric Jag. I think it's cool. I think, I think so. I think that iPace is very exciting. And for an everyday car, electric cars make sense. Yes. And especially in town and stuff. It, exactly. But please don't make an electric supercar. No. Okay, well, great segue, Tony. Okay, fine. We haven't we haven't done one this for a few weeks, but you are you haven't oh, lost the little the touch ball. there. <laughs> Let's talk about the Rimac. Okay. The C2 concept 2. Yeah. I'm obsessed by the the the, the, the thought of this thing because I'm not going to say 
that it's a real thing yet. Yeah. Because I think until they put it onto a track or it's they... It's neck-breakingly fast, right? Stupid. Like yeah. like thousands and thousands of horsepower, yeah, 0-60 yeah. sub two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the way it looks because I think it looks like a more recognizable car now. I think yeah. the Concept 1 was a bit funky looking, like a bit like a sort of door wedge. Um, but I love the way this thing looks. And I just think it's... Everything they're claiming in terms of range, which I think was 600 miles. Yeah, something like that. Um, I think is really, really cool. And I say this is still to be tested. But I found that at Geneva in general, there was a big push towards electric this year. There was a lot of electric There was cars. a lot of... It was a bloody electric Mini Moke. I mean, you know, what's the world coming to? Yeah, um, the Mini Moke. A lot of electric cars. And we all know this is the future. We all know that this is where things are going. But it was quite interesting to see from a Mini Moke to the Honda urban electric vehicle concept right through to the Rimac. And the VW as well. The oh, my God, the VW camper van. Yeah, I love yeah. that. The electric one. Every single segment has kind of got an electric option. And so you just said, oh, please don't make an electric supercar. I thought the Rimac was actually quite interesting because at that performance level with the way it looks and blah, 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 I think that is then an exciting prospect if, and on one condition, and I want to know your thoughts, but one condition, that they pump fake noise into the cabin and outside the cabin. <laughs> like BMW. Yes, because all these other people yeah, are doing yeah, it. They're yeah, putting yeah. a turbocharged engine in and pe- pumping fake noise. Why not just do it for electrics? Because yeah. if that Rimac starts up and went, whoa, you'd be like, <laughs> you'd, be like, you you'd be like, sick. You could have you in the glove yeah. box. <laughs> like, you'd be like, cool. But it's the fact yeah, that it's yeah. silent is what makes yeah. it so unappealing. Yeah. Um, but, but, but as long as it performs and handles well, if it made a bit of noise, I think you would, do you not agree? No. Really? No. Why not? Because it's like, it's not real. What do you mean it's not real? It's, well, it's fake. What's fake? It's like buying a fake Rolex. How? Because it's not real noise. It's, no, no, no. Okay, but forget the noise for a second. You can't on a supercar. Why not? Because that's all part of driving a supercar, the noise in the theatre. You just said it, mate, by saying uh, 458 and 488. But what about performance? What about it? That's got nothing to do with being a supercar. So you base supercar purely in, on noise. No, mate, I've got a 488. Yeah, so you're completely defuncting your own arguments. N- I'm not, because I don't think the 488 sounds terrible. It's just turbocharged. Sure. It's still got a noise. But if it sounded like that, but did 0 to 60 in 12 seconds, would it be a supercar? But, but no, that's not, not a supercar. That's <laughs> exactly. So the Rimax performance makes it a supercar. Correct. But but the noise in the theatre, I'm not saying, I'm not doubting it's not a supercar. But naught to sixty in one point nine five seconds is not theatre. No, because it's all you got. You got to have the noise there as well, haven't you? I think you got to have the noise there. No, the G4, you go. That's the noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your girlfriend yeah. pooed herself or something. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, I'm with you that you need some noise, and I think therefore the only way to do it is to pump fake noise in. And you say it's like a fake Rolex. I disagree because I think they have to make it a unique noise. I don't think it should be a sound like a V8 or sound like a V12. It's got to sound like an electric car. They need to find, you know. A like a fucking milk float or something that's a bit more rumble. And also they don't change gear. They're just continuous. Yeah. Like... It's a different driving experience. Yeah. But the performance is unlike anything you've it's ever like driven before in your float. life. Yeah. You won't keep up with it. No. Difficult one, isn't it? No. 
Yes, it is. No, I'm not agreeing with you. Mate. You're an old school. I'm man. not ready to. No, agree. no, but I'm not embracing it. I, I, I want engines for the rest of my life, and I will be that 75 year old man in a world of electric flying cars who still has the classics. It's like people now have pre war bangers, and we're like, oh, idiots. And I think our lifetime, there still will be petrol supercars. It's not uh, going to change in I, our lifetime. I think I we'll think. struggle to. I, I, I don't think in our lifetime you'll be able to walk into a showroom and buy a fully petrol supercar no later on in life no 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 we won't they'll all be to. hybrid firstly yeah, I yeah, think in yeah. the next 5 to 10 years everything will be hybrid but that's okay that's fine still got an engine that's fine and I think we'll get to Formula 1 levels of having 0.9 litre engines with a massive battery and yeah um, but it, you know so I just found it interesting walking around Geneva this year going electric 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 and, and we can't avoid it anymore no so how do we as petrol heads embrace it it's tough. It's very tough. It's, tough. it's very tough. And I think maybe you're a little bit more stubborn in life uh, than me, <laughs> but around the subject. And so I would be intrigued. I think when we get the opportunity to get our hands on uh, a 90s supercar, a hybrid supercar, and a fully electric supercar, and I think we should do a three-way well, head-to-head. Got, well, we've got two of them. We just want a hybrid, mate. You've got a 90s supercar, basically. What's, what's the fully electric supercar? No, we'd have to get one. Yeah, we need to get that too. But I think it'll be a super interesting head-to-head because I know that we're going to get the emotional connection with the 90s, V8, V10, whatever. The hybrid is going to give us the performance, but then the electric is going to be the future. Where, where are we going to... Where are we going to be? So that's that needs to come in the summer. I okay, think. that's not a bad shout. Yeah, actually, are there any other cars that? Yes, go on. The flying car. Oh yes, the flying <laughs> cars. Two flying cars. Yeah, one which looked like a DJI Mavic. It had like a so the the wings or the the sort of quadcopter would fly around and then pick your car up and off you go. Did you the, see that one? Yeah. So that was that the one that was silver one. Audi. There was one which is Airbus. Or something. Yeah, something. I didn't really look too much a, into it. If I'm yeah, honest. it was a, It was like a big drone. Yeah, yeah, a big drone. The big okay, drone. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Because the other one was like a sort of helicopter car. So you drive it with a stand and said, "Like, how do I buy one? I want one." <laughs> <laughs> like, like seriously, that's like. But you wicked. buy the car and the wings come and pick you up. They right? come and get you. Yeah. So you're sitting there and you're like, oh, "I'm bored of this traffic." Push a button and then, yeah, boom, connect. Brilliant. You'll die. You'll definitely die. Why? Do you see my theory of helicopters was proved right? <laughs> no, don't laugh, mate. Why? There's a big crash in New York. People died. Yeah, but helicopters crash all the time. That's what I'm saying. That's my theory. But don't don't laugh because people like, you, people actually died. Would you get in a helicopter? No, people, mate, I people refuse. On a plane. I'm going to New York at the end of the month with Audi, and Audi went, "Oh, we've got you an amazing open door helicopter ride around the city." And I went, "I'm good, thanks. Don't want to die." So what are you gonna do then? Just go on a taxi or something like that. <laughs> I can't go in helicopters. Terrifying. They're cool though, helicopters. No, they're terrifying. No, they're death. Terrifying. There's nothing cool about dying, mate. Um, okay, yeah, so anything else apart from the flying cars? Any other cars that stand out in your memory? Anything else you might be buying? No, I'm not buying it. I've got no more money left. Got no, no, nor, nor do I. No. Um, we did talk about me uh, eyeing up a few cars that I might want to buy from the Geneva yes. Motor Show. Um, so one of them, you'll laugh. Probably. A Bath 124 GT. I misunderstood a little bit in the brief. <laughs> um, I, I got some details through. I, I thought it was going to be a bit mm. more hardcore than it was. The one with, This is the one with the fixed carbon roof, lighter weight wheels. I thought it was going to have more power. Okay, so this is the this is the coupe version of the Spider, right? Exactly. Okay, fine. Which kind of, you know, it's a bit of a weird concept. But, yeah, but, yeah. but I thought it was going to be a 695 Preposto version of the 124 Spider. And so that's why I got super excited. Because I, I love the 124 Spider. It's not, it's just a tiny bit lighter and fixed roof and it's, it's, it's okay. not 
it's not hardcore enough for okay, me. Fine. Um, so, so that was the car that I was really eyeing up. There were a few other cars, we obviously know about the Vantage, but there were a few other cars that caught my attention. Um, uh, mucking around. Definitely the Merc stand was the place that I was spending a lot of my time. I saw a really nice M2 with like new wheels on it, like competition-y style wheels. Really nice. So I expected to see the M2 CS. I think we all did. That's got to be Frankfurt, right? Or pa- Paris, Frankfurt. What's this year? The one at the end of the year. Frank. No, what, uh, whichever one's at the end of the pa- year. Yeah, Paris is later, isn't it? There are a few new cars coming out in New York. One of which I can't talk about right now. Uh, you can talk about off Yes. Well, you better. I will. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, so that's that narrative. Um, can't think of there's anything, there anything else, else really from the Geneva special. Any other behind-the-scenes stories? Anything, anything funny or interesting happen? There was lots of funny and interesting things that happened, but I can't possibly tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay, I think let's, let's, we, we've hit the hour mark pretty much bang on. Um, We're getting good at this. Almost. I feel yeah. a bit sick, though. Do you not feel after talking so much? We should have had some water or something. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I've got water as well. <laughs> We're in Tony's office, by the way. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I hope, I hope it was worth the wait. Um, I hope we haven't disappointed like we usually do um, with our Geneva special. Lots of exciting... I always feel like Geneva sort of marks the start of the year really yeah it does yeah. Um, so lots of things coming up uh, ahead lots of trips coming up lots of adventures you're off to Wales I'm going to Wales drive. what car are you taking Wednesday I'm going to take duty free it's like a, a farewell drive yeah because like I'm, I've got it for like another month or wow. something so I need to use it max it out yeah well if you need someone else to use it for a few, a few days <laughs> um, uh, so yeah lots of something something it like that speak to my agent <laughs> It's almost April, it's almost road trip season, plenty still to come, plenty of podcasts still to come. Mm. As I'm saying, if you are enjoying these podcasts, make sure you're subscribing to this channel. Weekly episodes do come out, usually on Sunday. This one's a bit late because I've been on the road. Uh, turn on notifications so you don't miss each of the episodes. Uh, and if you want to listen to us only, you can check us out on soundcloud.com forward slash Seen Through Glass or by searching Seen Through Glass on iTunes podcasts. Make sure to head over and follow Tony on Instagram. You can also check out his website, Gravelwood Car Sells. .co.uk and you can check out my main channel Seen Through Glass which is youtube.com forward slash Seen Through Glass and breathe okay perfect thanks very much bye 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 um messed that up A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips. Tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.